going on, everybody? Welcome to a post-Super Bowl edition of the NBA Slate Starter Podcast. I'm Eric, joined with my buddy Ryan as we break down Monday's eight-game NBA DFS slate. Wowzer. Um, I expected a blowout. I did not expect the team to be doing the blowout that did the blowout. Uh, how was your night, Rinpak? Yeah, uh, I did not expect the Kansas City Chiefs to go the whole game without a touchdown. Uh, so that was a shocking, shocking outcome. Credit to Tom Brady, uh, the true GOAT, seven rings. And uh, the coaching staff drew up a perfect game line, uh, game plan to overcome the Kansas City Chiefs' uh, banged-up offensive line. Uh, pure dominant effort on the defensive end. So as a true Michigan fan, uh, we've we've seen many times you, you sporting your Michigan Wolverine apparel. Uh, is this like the greatest moment of your life? <laughs> I, I do. Uh, I do enjoy Tom Brady and his greatness. It's been quite, the, uh, quite the run. I mean, it's. I was like five years old or six years old when he won the first one, and uh, and it just doesn't stop. Seven rings. That is more than any other NFL franchise, and he's done it all on his own. Man, way to stick it to every all the haters who thought he was washed up. And good for Tom Brady. Noodle arm. Yeah, there's there's that. It didn't look very noodle armish, but anywho, you guys don't want to hear about me lament about my bad lineups of NFL, so we're going to move right to the showdown. Uh, before we get started, get down to that bottom bar, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, and hit the notification bell so you know when this and all the other content at Osmo is going live. You ready to party, Ryan? That's right. That's right. Sitting at the top end of point guard on DraftKings, Luka Doncic is $11,000 against the absolute nut matchup of the Minnesota Timberwolves. Hard to not like that. Uh, He's coming off a 70-burger where it was him and Steph Curry going back and forth in this epic duel the other night, and uh, 70.75 DraftKings points is pretty darn good. So Luka Doncic, a lot of interest there. Uh, Steph Curry, uh, if you skip, sorry, LeBron James, uh, he's questionable, shocking. He had double overtime to get there, 63.25. It's LeBron, but 10.5 is a big number uh, right now for, for... what I, I mean, he's playing great, but uh, I don't expect 46 minutes, nor should you. Uh, Steph Curry, 10,300, as I said, just an absolute nuclear bomb. Uh, 75 fantasy points against Dallas in the two point loss. Um, he just he looks great. He's doing everything for this team. So so obviously interest there if you can get there. Russell Westbrook is questionable, and so I doubt that he's going to end up playing. And Fred VanVleet, eighty five hundred. Oh, Lamella balls all the way up to eighty three hundred. That's just a spark note to finish it off. Talk about the top end of point guard, Luca uh, against Minnesota. Of course, I think we know uh, the Minnesota matchup by now. Luca eleven four on Fanduel, eleven K on DK. A triple double definitely could be happening against Minnesota. Uh, 11400 on Fandle. Yes, it's expensive. You're going to save $1,300 going to Steph Curry. Maybe the savings are needed as we go uh, across the other positions. We'll see how uh, what other positions and prices are mapped out at as we look at things. Uh, Lamelo Ball is $7,800 on uh, Fandle. A tough Houston matchup, but I think uh, he's shown uh, the upside a couple games ago. Got up to, up to 59 fantasy points, put up a career game, 27 shot attempts that game. But it's a, it's a tough Houston matchup. I think pivoting to uh, a John Wall against Charlotte, uh, we saw Wall get above 30 minutes, which is really, really nice. I think I would prefer John Wall in a savings opportunity to LaMelo Ball, potentially. And uh, I think it's time to go to Kobe White. Uh, now he's $5,600 uh, against Washington. I do think he'll be quite popular, but I do like that price tag quite a bit for Kobe White. And uh, some sa- uh, save down, uh, saving options, I think we could consider... Um, a Sadoransky potentially against Washington. 
uh, his former team. And uh, someone who needs to be mentioned for his price on FanDuel is John Morant, $7,200. And on DraftKings, uh, I think you uh, nailed it with Luka and Curry. LeBron, 10-5 against OKC. Man, I really find that game to stay close. I know Detroit was not any good, but Detroit's found a way to stay close in many uh, games this year. And the Lakers, yeah, like I said, 46 minutes is not going to probably have it against uh, for LeBron against OKC. John Morant, $7,500 against Toronto. He's, uh, they haven't really indicated that Morant's on the minutes restriction, really, but he's only been, has only played over 30 minutes, I want to say once since he came back from that ankle injury. So maybe that's why, uh, he's not reaching that upside we saw, um, earlier in the season and all of last year. But Morant definitely has a potential to get there for you at $7,500. And spending down, uh, I think we need to consider, uh, Raul Neto, who is the mid 3K on, uh, uh, Washington. Taking on Chicago, no Russell Westbrook. I do think that's going to be quite popular. And uh, that's uh, how things are looking right now. How do you feel about rolling out the min price on DraftKings? Uh, pretty good. I think he's probably going to be the most popular play on the slate. Is that probably fair to say? I think so, yeah, barring yeah. anything uh, wonky happening throughout the rest of the day. Yeah, so Russell Westbrook gets ruled out. He doesn't play back-to-backs. Uh, so we're we're looking at a absolute chalk day. And uh, enjoy that. Raul Neto coming off injury. This is going to be a fun day. So joy to the world. Uh, that is not enjoyable. Anywho, uh, looking around the rest of the uh, the rest of the range, we have we have two point guards that are going to be sitting out that aren't exactly the most like fantasy relevant guys, but they make other guys more fantasy relevant. We've got Tio Maladin, who's going to be out already for health protocol reasons on f- at 5K. So so with him out, it's going to boost the value of ta- uh, Hamadou Diallo and the value of Shea Gilgis-Alexander a little bit. It's a tough Los Angeles matchup, but over on DraftKings, Shea Gilgis-Alexander is point guard eligible at 8K. Definite interest there. And then the other guy that I wanted to make note of was uh, DeAndre Melton, which should secure some of the minutes, I think, a little bit more, maybe give a little bit of an upside. Obviously, Tyus Jones is going to be the direct backup in that situation, but uh, definitely makes me like... Uh, going up and and trying to like identify a little bit of an upside with John Morant for once. So so both of those feel pretty good. Otherwise, you know, walk looking around the rest of that range, like you pretty much don't need to have any interest in anybody who's three K other than uh, Raul Neto at the min. And then Thomas Sanaransky's four K against Washington played twenty seven minutes last game, uh, but it was kind of a blowout. It was kind of a situation where he got a little extended run, but even twenty one minutes, twenty two minutes. Um, maybe maybe a little bit at 4K, but nothing I'm like super, super interested in or trying to jam in. Uh, anybody else you want to touch base with? Yeah, I think uh, Ish Smith definitely needs to be considered also with the Russell Westbrook. Um, uh, potentially not going to play on the back-to-back uh, coming in at Dalpo right now, but Ish Smith is someone who uh, should uh, get a good, good amount of minutes run and uh, can pay off that price tag. Yeah, so 4,800, he just got done burning everybody the other night, but did play 25 and 27 minutes, so I will probably have some interest there too. I guess it, it will be kind of both of them. Maybe maybe that ownership won't be as crazy as what I was thinking for Neto at the, at the get-go, but uh, definitely agree with you there too. You ready to keep going? Let's hop on over to the shooting guards. Yeah, sitting at the top end of shooting guard over on FanDuel. We've got 10,800 Bradley Beal. Uh, obviously, he's going to be a guy you want to try to make work into your lineups as much as you possibly can. Uh, his numbers and his rates with Russell Westbrook off the floor aren't as crazy as you would. Uh, I mean, they're pretty crazy. It's it's Bradley Beal with extended minutes, extended usage. So so sign up for that. Uh, he's only 9K 
on DraftKings. I just wanted to let that be known, too. Uh, Fred Van Vliet is 9200 against Memphis. No thank you, but I understand their effort in trying to price guys up. Uh, just kind of a strange situation to do such a thing because of one game, but here we are. Uh, Zach Levine, 8800 I expect to be super popular. Played great. 33 minutes, uh, 51.4 fan duel points up against Orlando on the second end of that Orlando back-to-back, and now uh, he's going to get the nut matchup with Washington, so that's going to be enjoyable as well. And last guy or last two guys i'll bring up shea gilgis alexander 8400 the aforementioned uh he's he's in a great spot just a little bit expensive tag over on FanDuel against this lakers team and demar Derozan 8100 up against golden state finally starting to turn on the jets a little bit back to back 30 point outings uh 46 and 49.1 FanDuel points over uh his last two talk to me about shooting card yeah, shooting guard. Uh, you got Beal and Levine on Fando. 10-8, 8-8. Uh, seems like a kind of you can game stack your lineup. Uh, they look like both exceptional uh, exceptional uh, ma- in matchups for both of them. Last time these two, team, uh, these two teams played, guess what the total points were in the game? Just guess. 280. Hi, you're close, but 263. Hey, there we go. Yeah, I'll take the <laughs> so, other. <laughs> a ton of points were scored in that game. A whole lot of uh, offense and no defense. So both are great on both sides. Uh, 9K Bradley Beal, fantastic. Zach Levine, 8,900. Definitely a uh, monster, monster uh, upside there for both of them. Uh, this is why with those having so much interest in those two, it's tough to have much interest in other spots. I think Van Vliet is a little too expensive. Middleton, 7,500 is the definition of consistency, but hasn't been really good the last couple games. Um, but we know Middleton kind of gives, gives you a strong floor on most nights. SGA versus a tough Lakers matchup, not 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 what I'm looking for. Kobe White, 6,400. Yeah, on DraftKings, we should definitely know, uh, do that. And uh, I think we, we can consider a Devin Booker who's 7,400 now. I think uh, we saw the upside last time. $7,400 seems like a price point where we could take, uh, take advantage of him in a very uh, – I think an okay match of against the I'd say it's above average the way things stand. Over there in Fandle, um, some mid-tier and uh, spend-down options. I think DiVincenzo, $4,300. I know he's not the, one of the top options there, but he plays uh, usually high 20 minutes, and uh, maybe he picks up some purple stats and pays off a $4,300 price tag. Andrew Wiggins, 6600 I like that quite a bit. And I like DeMar DeRozan as well, $8,100 against Golden State. And I think um, there's a... Definitely a path for him to be very good in this uh, matchup versus Golden State. And I think he can uh, be pretty good, and he's been very good the last two times off. So, and he's playing a ton of minutes uh, north of mid, uh, 30, uh, 37, 40 minutes the last two times out. So, something we should definitely be considering. How do you feel about um, other Dallas players such as Josh Richardson uh, versus Minnesota? Not another shooting guard option. I mean, I liked him a lot more when those prices were kind of in check. I mean, Hardaway 5,500 is, is feels like a spend. As long as him and Porzingis are on the floor together and then Richardson, it's just getting really, really congested. And we saw Brunson kind of get off to a hot start uh, the last two times they played Golden State. And he's fitting in some minutes at the two alongside Luka in some places. And it's just making it difficult for me to like really want to like make them my target spend-ups when they are sharing court time and it's being just... There's a lot of cooks in the kitchen there outside of Luca, outside of outside of Porzingis, who are your obviously your two main stags in that offense. So tough for me to like really go that direction. 
Um, I guess for me, the one interesting thing too, Terry Rozier on draft or on uh, DraftKings, yeah, sixty three hundred uh, at that position, and then over on FanDuel, just depending on how that news breaks out, you've got Devonte Graham at fifty five hundred, which is kind of a little bit of a reduced tag on him. Uh, should he be good to go? Obviously, ball is balling out, um, and then you have Terry Rozier who played great today as well, uh, put up like a, a close to forty fantasy point outing. So I I like both of them if Graham were to sit, but if Graham goes fifty five hundred. 500 over in FanDuel is probably the most advantageous tag of the three. So wanted to let that be known. As I'm working my way down there, obviously wouldn't have any interest in Malik Monk. Uh, Josh Richardson, 4,700. I wouldn't mind that so much over on, on FanDuel just because he is playing those low 30s minutes. But I, I, I would prefer going to Dante DiVincenzo and just saving the money and trying to make that work. Um, depending on this Melton news and everything else, Desmond Bain has been was playing about 26, 25 minutes here, uh, and now it's been reverted. He played 19 the last time against New Orleans. Uh, if you were to see those minutes go up a little bit in the absence of Melton, uh, that might be a spot to also take some shots on at 4,300 over on FanDuel. Uh, but really nothing below it outside of maybe a KCP shot. But you know exactly what you're getting into when you play KCP. You're hoping for some random three-point steal upside out of him, and I don't think you you really need to do that on this large of a slate but anybody else you want to talk about nope i think we're good to go <laughs> no uh very very succinct yeah, I, like, I, I, I like your style i i take that back i do think uh d'angelo <laughs> russell needs to mention uh i think the only problem with him is he uh is not playing a uh, high 30 minutes he's playing below 30 minutes obviously they're being cautious with his injury but i've been riding russell with no cat just hoping for that upside game to come Mm-hmm. I, it can definitely happen, so keep in mind with D'Angelo Russell. I agree with you. 6,700 Beasley is shooting guard only on DraftKings, which is really bothersome to me. I liked being able to have some shots with them at small forward in some of these good matchups. Dallas is still a pretty darn good one, but 6,700 just shooting guard, I'm probably going to have to pass there. Uh, ready to get rolling to small forward. Yep, let's do it. Perfect. Sitting top end of DraftKings, LeBron James, 10,500. And then you have this steep steep drop over on DraftKings down to uh, 7,900 with Gordon Hayward, who played well again today. Um, That game just got out of hand. It was like a 30-point game through three quarters against Washington, and they kind of coasted in. Uh, Gordon Hayward, 39.75 in just 30 minutes. Uh, That would would be a good spot to get to uh, if you get 36, 37 minutes out of him against uh, Houston. However, Houston, you said since the trade, I believe this was from you, uh, was playing at one of the slowest paces and playing very well defensively since the Oladipo trade, if I do recall. So I want to give you a shout out because I think you put that into my brain recently. Uh, Going down to DeMar DeRozan, 7,700 is a great price tag to see over on DraftKings. Again, coming off of back-to-back 30 spots, uh, back-to-back games where he's starting to get involved, assisting the ball again, seven and six assists, eight and eight rebounds, uh, 50.5, 48 points on, on DraftKings. That's a beautiful number. And then Chris Middleton, 7,500. You're starting to see that tag come down back from that. It was up to like 8,500 four games ago. Now it's all the way back down to 7,500. Uh, his his production has definitely started fading off, and now he gets a Denver matchup that uh, feels kind of lukewarm for me still at 7,500, but we know what upside he's had earlier in this season. Uh, wh- who do you kind of prefer up top at small forward? Yeah, I think LeBron has to be a, uh, someone that we need to be mindful of. I know 10-5. We talked about him in the point guard spot. He's obviously has an upside in him, but it's I'm a little skeptical on how many minutes he's actually going to get versus Oklahoma City. I like Duros and quite a bit. $7,700 on DK, uh, small forward, power forward eligible. Seems like a solid price point to go to. 
Gordon Hayward, uh, I think, is uh, seems a very consistent. Him and Middleton both have been very consistent. I think Gordon Hayward uh, against Houston, maybe I think I'd prefer DeRozan there. Uh, it's close. It's very, very close. Uh, but it's going to be an interesting decision point to make. I think many others will be along in that same position point as well. Over there on FanDuel, Siakam is priced up to $9,300. It'll be one way to definitely get unique over there by playing him versus Memphis. Um, but keep in mind of that. Kelly Oubre is now $6,700. Uh, the minutes are minutes have been up, which is nice. Uh, and spend on options on FanDuel to uh, consider. I like Rudy Gay, uh, $4,000. Uh, I think there's a pathway for him to play mid-20 minutes and uh, pay off that price tag against Golden State. Dorian Finney-Smith, $3,700. I know it's never exciting. He plays a ton of minutes, but FanDuel seems like a way, a spot where we should be spending down tomorrow with the uh, much, much better studs on the other positions to keep uh, that are on the slate. And over there on Fan, on DK, some spend down options. There's not much. I think Dorian Finney-Smith is $4,300, but it's really tough to go down there. Maybe Danny Obdia is another option at $4,100. But uh, small forward's kind of rough uh, for tomorrow. Yeah, so I had somebody DM me the other day basically asking me, why is small forward a spend down position? And I just figured instead of giving you another pick, I would just kind of explain a little bit the thought process process of this. So point guard has about eight, nine, ten guys who are at the top end who can put up 50, 60 fantasy points on any given day. Uh, and, and one or two of them is for sure going to pop. Uh, at like power forward, center, you're also going to have the situation on center. On FanDuel, you're only going to have like one that can really... Um, they might be able to exceed expectations uh, under 5K, but if you have that guy, awesome. But so many of those other studs at the top and the center can also go off. On small forward, it's only LeBron, Pascal, and then it goes to 7,600. So basically, if those two aren't the ones who go off, there's nobody else at the position who's going to go off. So like, yeah, if LeBron goes for 70, or if Pascal goes for 65 or 70, like he did the other day, and you're able to have him, awesome. But it is so hard to predict uh, when you're only picking between two guys as opposed to point guard, where you're picking like eight, nine, 10 guys who all have more upside. Uh, and obviously also, uh, there is an advantage to being able to play LeBron if you can fit him. Just sometimes it's very, very difficult when some of these small forward guys uh, can get some extended run or possibly spike an upside at a lower salary, whereas point guard, you lose so much of that positional equity uh, by going down to the bottom end and then having eight or nine guys go for 50 plus at the top end. Did I explain that okay, Rinpak? Yeah, I know. I think you hit all the key points there. And it's also a slate to slate thing. Um, yeah, when there's a ton of small forward studs there, it's sometimes when you see Kawhi, LeBron, KD, uh, all, all around the slate, that's sometimes where... Double small forward payup is a way to get unique, and we've seen that win many times before. It just tomorrow just seems like with all the news we have, uh, some uh, small forward seems like a spend down option the way things currently stand. Beautiful. Well, that that was something I've, I felt like I wanted to touch base on because because uh, I wanted to reach out. But uh, anyway, let's uh, let's get moving to power forward. Before we do, uh, awesomeo.com slash join NPA. You can get packages starting for just four dollars and ninety five cents. So for under five bucks, you can start checking out some of the offerings that we have behind the paywall here at Osmo. Uh, we have amazing projections. Again, the game plan videos I keep bringing up. They are so incredible. Those things starting at one o'clock uh, out here on the West Coast, four o'clock on the East Coast. 
uh, being able to watch Buzzard and Alex Baker and all of these guys basically go over their process is just invaluable. Uh, going through the projections, which are some of the best in the industry, if not the best, you have ownership projections, which are the best, and the Boom Bust tool, which is like an unbelievable revolutionary thing that I can't believe I have access to every single day because it just helps my process so much. Uh, and it is like the sole thing that I use for my single entry tournaments when I'm making decisions. So get over to Osmo.com slash join NBA and uh, stop guessing and start winning. Uh, let's get to power forward at the top end on FanDuel. You've got Giannis Antetokounmpo, 11,200. It is Giannis if you can play him in certain situations. He obviously has 70, 70 point upside in any odd spot. So yeah, fire him up. Uh, against this Denver team, I'm in on it. Uh, Anthony Davis, 9,800 uh, against OKC. Uh, obviously, he went for the 44 points the other night. He's questionable. I actually wouldn't be shocked to see him get ruled out earlier in the day tomorrow. I know that I'd never want to speculate about injury news, especially with LeBron and AD. Make sure you're following at Osmo NBA uh, to make sure that you can stay up to date on that news. But like Anthony Davis, 9800 would be somebody I would have a little interest in against this crappy OKC team. But I wouldn't be shocked if they rested him in this spot against a, a depleted OKC team. Uh, Christian Wood. Is out. Kristaps uh, Przingis, 8,100 against Minnesota. Same great matchup. And then Draymond Green is all the way up to 7,300, which is amazing because I have been on him the last two games, which is shocking uh, because I, I told you I had no interest in ever playing him. That was before Kevon Looney got, got knocked out. He's gone for 39.7 and 54.7 fantasy points. And last game, he did 54.7 with just two actual real-life points. Talk to me about the top end of power forward. Giannis AD lead the way there on FanDuel. Uh, I'm, I like Giannis at 11, uh, too. Um, I'm not actually, I think tomorrow might be one of the few days I come in under with Anthony Davis, uh, $9,800, uh, tomorrow. But, uh, if he is ruled out, um, that'll give more interest to LeBron James, keep in mind of that injury situation. But I think I'll have some Anthony Davis. See, I, I hit that. Yeah, you can't you can't quit on him that easily. He has he yeah. has looked bad. I watched that whole Detroit game uh, out here in in LA. It was brutal to watch Anthony Davis in those overtimes. Yeah, forty four minutes, and you'd expect Anthony Davis to put up north of fifty at least. But that must have been really disappointing. Uh, I like Porzingis eighty four hundred dollars versus Minnesota. I think that is a spot for for him if he were to get over thirty minutes. I think Porzingis can be. Uh, I definitely could pay off that price tag on DraftKings and on FanDuel priced at $8,100. I like Porzingis. And I think we need to uh, consider some spend-down options in Maxi Cleaver versus Minnesota. Playing north of 30 minutes and priced all the way down at $4,200. Solid, solid price tag for uh, Maxi. On DraftKings, uh, spending down, Rudy Gay, $4,400. I like that quite a bit. Dorian Finney-Smith is another spend-down option just because he gets so many minutes, like I mentioned earlier. I like um, $10,900 for Giannis in this Denver matchup. I think it's a, uh, obviously him or Luca will be a very key talking point, uh, as, especially when you're both on this slate. But there is, um, it's going to be interesting if you can find a way to jam in both of them, if there's enough value that's going to open up. Uh, They're both in some nice spots, and obviously combined could put up 150 fantasy points. I feel like that'd be a pretty solid starting point to your lineups. But we shall see if there's enough value to do that. Otherwise, there's no one else to me that really sticks out. I think Davis Bertans, I always think, has an upside in him. Uh, $4,300. Those minutes are not happening. So it's a purely a GPP play. 
over there in FanDuel. But if he were to get hot, we know what that upside can be. Agreed. I, I guess I think the guy who's going to be super popular over on FanDuel tomorrow as I'm looking at it, 4,500 Patrick Williams. He's only gone up $300 after being at 4,200 for back-to-back games, of which he went 37.9 and 30.5. 33 minutes in both. He's playing much, much better. I, I didn't really like the pick at the time for Chicago. I think a lot of people didn't. It really didn't make a lot of sense to me, but he's definitely looked the best that he has looked all season the last two, and I don't think it's remotely close. So 4500 for him. I can imagine a lot of people having those shots. I like the 4300 Davis Bertans trying to invest in a shooting-dependent guy, but again, 16 and 18 minutes, he just can't find the... He can't find range and can't find minutes at the moment. So that's kind of hurtful. Uh, looking down here, though, it gets so bleak. Don't play PJ Tucker at 3700 You couldn't pay me enough to play PJ Tucker tomorrow. I said that now, and he's going to make five corner threes, so that's cool. Uh, anybody else at power forward? Uh, I think uh, Chris Boucher should get a mention. Yeah. Um, especially. I know we were we talked about him when before he took on the Nets, and he was great that game, and then he came back with the career game, went 29-10 double-double versus Atlanta. Now takes on Memphis. 27 and 33 minutes of Boucher. Hopefully uh, Nurse is uh, whatever punishment Boucher was, had was going through for the previous five games uh, before this uh, double game explosions he's he's had. I think Boucher has uh, definitely an ability to be a solid, solid return on that salary. I wonder if there's a stranger person in the course of a season that I'm still rostering who's gone from like 4,200 to 9K to 45 or 4,700 he was recently and now 5,900 over on FanDuel. I mean, that is that is the absolute Chris, Shea, Chris Boucher experience. I am uh, I'm there for it again. So uh, ready to get on over to center and finish this thing up. Let's do it. Let's do it. Top end on FanDuel. Uh, Nikola Jokic is 11,600 over on DraftKings. I'll just kind of go back and forth and compare a couple of these. 11,100 for him uh, on DraftKings. Sorry, 11,600 over on FanDuel. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns is a game time decision. Uh, it says that he's doubtful, so don't don't expect anything there. Uh, still probably Nas Reed there. But then there's a big drop off on FanDuel. It goes all the way down to 7,600 DeAndre Ayton. We just saw his number up around 8,300. He played 30 38 minutes against Boston, only 33.7 points, but now gets this Cleveland front court. Andre Drummond is not anything that I'm worried about defensively. Uh, but then right below him, Andre Drummond, 7,200, who I expect to be very, very popular, uh, especially when he's the same price as Thaddeus Young. Can you believe such <laughs> things? Uh, do talk about center. Oh, my God. Giannis, Nicole Jokic, wow. both are spend-up options. I think I prefer the couple hundred dollars savings on Giannis. To Jokic over there in the center spot on DK. AD has center eligibility. Maybe AD comes in at 1% or 2% ownership and puts up a monster spot versus OKC. It's been tough this year. Like you said, he's not been uh, exceptional uh, like he was all the last year. So things have definitely come down. Maybe they're having a little championship hangover over there. Andre Drummond is $8,200 on DK. Uh, so last time Andre Drummond uh, played Phoenix, it was his last game in Detroit. And I ended up having 100% of him. Uh, and I ended up taking down one of the uh, bigger DraftKings tournaments that night. And Humble I remember <laughs> I, I, I remember uh, in that matchup, he just has dominated DeAndre Ayton throughout his career. So I like Andre Drummond um, yet again tomorrow. I'm not sure if I'm going to have 100% of him again, but I think uh, he's definitely uh, a great option there. $7,200 on FanDuel. Yeah. 
I think him and Boogie Cousins are going to lead the way, and I don't really want to touch anyone else. Maybe Boogie I can Cousins get is 6K on FanDuel. What are they mm-hmm. doing? Yeah, I think that's uh, someone we need to consider. And I think <laughs> yeah, Cousins think. is definitely in play at $7,100. It's a little concerning. Uh, not concerning. It'll take 30 minutes of Cousins at those prices for sure. Outside of that, uh, I don't think I really want to get cute anywhere else, man. I think Aiton, DeAndre, uh, Andre Drummond, DeMarcus Cousins, kind of my three favorite centers right now. And obviously, I agree with you. I, I don't see has to be in play. This yeah. has to be the worst below 6K center options that I've ever seen on DraftKings. You have 5,800 Jakob Podol, no. Cody Zeller, I expect him to garner some ownership, especially after in 19 minutes today before it blowed out, put up 36.4, you know, nearly two fantasy points per minute. That's not the regular Cody Zeller, but I do expect uh, him to get those minutes back to around 25 to 30 uh, tomorrow. So, uh, I would have some definite interest there. But, man, it gets bleak so, so quick. Like, it's almost like a waste of time to try to recommend uh, Aaron Baines at 4,300 or Drew Eubanks at 3,700, who I guess did play darn well and played 16 minutes out of the middle of nowhere, put up 25.1, but no thank you. Uh, anybody else you want to touch base with? Uh, yeah, it's tough to go to other guys when there's these centers that are priced so favorably and they're in good spots, so... Mm-hmm. It's one of those situations where I expect the chalk tomorrow in the center position to be very strong chalk and mm-hmm. kind of have to ride with it. It's unfortunate, but uh, you have to consider it. Uh, but it's a there's such some good spots. Giannis, who was center, Drummond, Cousins, and uh, those really are the ones that really stick out to me, man. Uh, yeah. I think Boucher can get a mention at fifty four hundred dollars over there, but that's really kind of maybe that's maybe even too cute when these guys are in such great spots yeah it's hard to imagine going anywhere else i i might have some nas reed experience i might have a little bit of al horford at 6300 over on DraftKings. uh hard to hard to validate only playing my one center spot to him at 6500 when i can get andre drummond for 7200 or boogie for cheaper at 6k like that's going to be very, very difficult, but obviously would be contrarian. I, just not against the Lakers for me. Um, I think that about does it. Do you have any final words or anything else you want to bring up about the slate or center in, in particular? It seems you know, on the surface. I mean, it seems like a fun slate, man. I think it's a lot of key decision points among studs. Giannis versus Luca will be a, definitely a talking point of who you want to spend up for. And, uh, is there is it going to be necessary to get really two different at center tomorrow? Obviously, there is some merit in terms of ownership leverage, but man, they're in such good spots. Those centers we really like. Get different elsewhere. How about that? <laughs> uh, uh, signed off by Rin Pack and Eric. So uh, that that about does it for us today. Uh, this was this was a quick thirty spot. Uh, it was good to good to get thirty minutes in here with you guys. Talk a little bit of the early slate. Um, uh, talk about the slate early, should I say? Uh, go ahead and play the early slate too. Why not? Four o'clock turbo. Uh, so uh, so for Rin Pack for me. Uh, hope you guys had a great Super Bowl day. Surely better betting than I did. And uh, we'll catch you guys later. I'll see you on Tuesday. Bye.